You're listening to the One Hope Church Podcast. The following audio is from the weekly gatherings of One Hope Church in Orlando, Florida. We pray that you'll be encouraged and challenged as you listen. Hey church, what I want to do today is talk about what does it look like to be in the Word of God daily that we might learn to receive from it. And I know we haven't been able to gather in some time corporately together for worship and teaching. Uh, we've been doing home gatherings, which there's been some really good things that have come out of that. Um, and today, what I want to do is, is really talk about how can we be in God's Word daily. I mean, this is one of the most important things that we can learn to do is to be in the Word, to, to read it devotionally, and be in it daily. I think it's part of what Jesus means when he says, abide in me, uh, abide in the Word of God, and Jesus is the Word of God. And so uh, you may struggle with that. Uh, I struggle with that early in my walk and what that looked like, uh, but I, I've, I've developed some methods that are helpful for me. And and I really want to do today, I just want to show you what do I do personally? What do I do daily? Now, I'm not talking about uh, what it looks like to study for a sermon and to go in, in depth, not even like an in-depth Bible study, but how can we read God's Word daily devotionally? And so I'm going to show you what I do. And the first thing um, that I'll just say, and this is me, you know, I used to be all digital and there's nothing wrong with that, but we all know digital things can distract us. And so, I don't know, I think it was a couple years ago, I switched back to a, a physical Bible and uh, and it was really, really helpful. I don't, and I can't really totally explain why, uh, but I've been uh, back in a you know physical Bible for a couple years now. And I just really love it. it. Just feels separate. You know, there's no distraction in here, and I can take it with me. And you know, I like to mark it up. I'll underline. Uh, I'll show you kind of how I keep track of where I'm at. I've got this fancy uh, um, bookmark pen that I love, and always you know try to tell people about. And so I go through and I underline and I write on it. And maybe you're not comfortable with that. And I just want to say it's okay to write uh, in, in your Bible. And so I'd encourage you uh, to do that. If that seems like that might help you, grab a, a physical Bible or pick up one that you have around your house and, and start reading it again. The other thing I do uh, is I journal. And so I've got, you know, right in here, just a, uh, just a thin little journal. And I will, as I'm reading the word, if something sticks out to me, I, I may write the verse down. Uh, I may pray it and, you know, on just sometimes a couple bullet points of how the day's going or whatever that is. And so um, these things have just been helpful for, for me. And so they might be helpful for you. So just something to consider. Um, but let me tell you what I do. And if you follow the One Hope reading plan, it's a little bit based on what I do. But I'm always uh, in a psalm. I always want to be in a psalm every day. Uh, and then I, you know, I'll go through Proverbs as well, and then usually a gospel and, and something else. And um, and that may be overwhelming uh, for you to think about if, if you're not in any kind of Bible reading plan. So I just want to say start with something. Just start somewhere. And I would recommend just starting in a psalm, reading a psalm a day. And so that's what I'm going to do here. I'm just going to uh, walk through Psalm uh, 130 with you and uh, and kind of just show you what I do and, and how I approach Scripture um, daily, it, it just as part of my devotions. And then we're going to look at the next section of the Gospel of John, and I'll just kind of underline some things and show you some things and some questions to ask, um, and then you can study that on your own. And then next week, you know, I'll come back and uh, I'll teach on that uh, on that section, and, and we'll, you know, we'll see what you pulled out for yourself, what you learned, and what God spoke to you. And so, uh, so that's what we're going to do. So let me say just the first thing again, um, you got to set aside time to do this, and it doesn't have to be a long time, okay? Sometimes you think, it's got to be 30 minutes or an hour or something like that. Again, just start somewhere. Just 
two to five minutes. You know, what we'll do today, it won't take really that long. And I just want you to see that you can do this, okay? And the second thing is that the Holy Spirit wrote the Bible. And so we can ask him and, you know, praying, asking God to illuminate God's word for us. And so that's a good thing to ask. If you're reading God's word and you're not getting much out of it, ask the Holy Spirit to illuminate it, to bring it to life. Ask him to change your heart, to open up your eyes. Okay, Ephesians uh, chapter one, that the eyes of our hearts would be enlightened uh, to see, you know, the, the glories of God. Okay, so uh, you got to set aside some time and ask the Holy Spirit. Okay, all right, so let's just, uh, I'll just walk through what I do. And so, if, you know, if I was come to Psalm 130, you know, just in my daily uh, readings, you know, the way I keep track, again, uh, on on my paper, you know, my physical Bible here is I just kind of have the circle X method. And so wherever I left off the day before, I put a circle. And then when I'm done, uh, I literally just put an X through it. Okay, that means I'm done. I put a circle uh, on the next Psalm. And so that's that's what I do. And so then I just I just read it and I underline things that stick out to me and that may uh, help me to pray something or to think about Jesus or to think about what's going on in my life. And um, again, the Psalms were written, you know, David and the others who wrote the Psalm wrote them in the midst of their daily lives, in the midst of their struggles. So they again, the Psalms can be so helpful. So let's read Psalm 130 together. Uh, okay, Psalm 130. Okay, out of the depths I cry to you, O Lord. So literally, I just underline things that that I like that just stick out to me. O Lord, this cry to the Lord. O Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive. And I'm thinking, man, those are my desires. Those are my longings. I want God to, to hear my cries, to, to, to let me know that he hears me. Okay, uh, to uh, Let your ears be attentive to the voice of my pleas for mercy. Okay, If you, O Lord, should mark iniquities, O Lord, hear con- who could stand? Man, that sounds, okay, he's struggling with some sin. Okay, but with you there is forgiveness. Mm. Okay, that you may be feared. Okay, I wait for the Lord. My soul waits. Love that. Okay, and in his word I hope. My soul waits for the Lord more than watchmen uh, for the morning, more than watchmen for the morning. O Israel, hope in the Lord. For with the Lord there is steadfast love. And with him is plentiful redemption, and he will redeem Israel from all his iniquities. Okay, and so I just so I've underlined some things, and then I may go back and read again and think about okay, what is this saying? So the psalmist here, he's struggling with sin, maybe he's talking about iniquities, he's crying out to God for mercy. Um, man, there is forgiveness. That's so. Uh, so good when you're talking about sin, remembering that. So, you know, you can box things to circle, whatever it is, that you may be feared. And here I think about feared and revered, not like afraid of God, but uh, in awe of who he is, especially because of the forgiveness he, he gives. And then this idea of waiting for the Lord. I mean, this is all over the Psalms. How often are we waiting, just waiting for the Lord? Lord, would you speak to me? Lord, would you move? Lord, would you do this or that? My soul is waiting for you. Just this confession, this longing. Um, In his word, I hope. I love that. Okay, in his word, we're reading his word. Yes, I want to put my hope in uh, his word. Uh, Hope in Israel here at verse 7. Okay, so this may like incite a prayer for me now to think about, man, I want to pray just as a psalmist is praying. Lord, I just, you know, if you're struggling with uh, sin or shame, oh God, we just, 
God, I thank you for your forgiveness, Lord. I thank you. It says here, but with you there is forgiveness. Lord, I just want to confess whatever sin that is. You can confess your sin and, and receive the forgiveness of God. Okay, trust in the blood of Christ. And we know now, um, you know, when he was writing this, you know, he's thinking about the sacrificial system, forgiveness of sins. But we know now that Christ paid for the sin of all of us. And so it reminds us of the cross. That's so always so good to do in the Psalms. Um, how does this reveal Jesus? Uh, we know that we're forgiven because of the cross. And so we can receive that. Lord, oh, just so you just pray that, Lord, help me to receive your forgiveness. Help me to trust in the blood of Christ. Just Take my shame, Lord. I mean, literally just praying these things. I mean, this is how you read devotionally. Okay, hope in the Lord. This, again, my soul is waiting just to confession, Lord. I'm just waiting, Lord. I just ask again, would you answer me uh, for this or that, Lord? Could you just show me the way? Okay, these are prayers that just come out of the Psalms. And so you can just spend some time thinking uh, and praying what you're seeing here and thinking about what these words mean and how they read, because we're all waiting for things, right? We're all struggling with different things. Well, so is the psalmist. And so, again, one of the most powerful things we can do is pray God's word back to him, again, because it reveals his heart, his character. And so, um, so you know, I might be done there. And then, you know, I go and I, okay, I, I'd X that out. I finished 130. And then uh, then I move on here to, to Psalm uh, 131. And so maybe if you're you're feeling good, you may jump to the next psalm and just uh, begin to, to read that one as well. And so I've done that, but just stick to a psalm a day. It's that good. Okay, so, so that was it. That took just a few minutes to work through it, to pray through it, to think about what it's saying. Okay, that's how we can be in, in the Word of God daily. That's how we can read it devotionally. And you can do this. Okay, so I like being in a psalm every day. I also like being in a gospel. If there's If there's... Only two places I'm going to be, I, I try to be in those two places. I usually do Proverbs as well, just, you know, uh, three, four Proverbs and kind of do the same thing. Uh, but I always want to hear from Jesus, looking at the life of Jesus. So I try to be in a gospel as well. And again, this doesn't have to take long. We're just reading it uh, together uh, and with God. Okay, so John 14, 18, 24. Okay, so now when we're reading the Bible, let's say you're reading the Bible consecutively uh, every day, and you may miss a day, and, and that's okay. This is why the, the Circle X thing for me is so helpful. I just pick up right where I left off. And so if we're going to start here in uh, in verse 18, okay, so this would have been where my circle is. Okay, we would have read this yesterday. Uh, and so this is, you know, of course, what I talked about for the last two weeks and the last two sermons about, you know, truly, truly, whoever believes in me will do the works that I do. And then we talked about praying in the name of Jesus and all these things. So I would have known what comes before this. Uh, and then that would help me understand, oh, here's where we're at. So again, just to step back, uh, when we come to the Bible, of course, it's good to think about context. Okay, this is a teaching Jesus is doing, uh, John 13 to 17. So we've been talking about that. You, are, you would have known that already just reading this, thinking about how does this connect to what I read yesterday and, and so forth. How does this fit? you know, within within the uh, the structure of the book and, and all those sorts of things, okay? So again, I'm not talking like a super in-depth study here. I'll talk about that at the end. But how do we just be in the Word of God and engage with it daily? So here we are in verse 18. So again, I just do the same thing. I get, I'm just going to underline things that stick out to me, okay? So again, yesterday he said, okay, um, he talks about the Holy Spirit, whom the world cannot receive here in verse, you know, 17, uh, and neither sees him nor know, knows him. Uh, you know him. For he dwells with you, uh, and he will be in you. I just, gosh, I just love that truth. What a, a promise, you know, the Holy Spirit will be in us. And then I pick up today. Okay, I will not leave you as orphans. Man, that word sticks out to me, orphans. That's a, that's a heavy word. Okay, I will come to you. 
Yet a little while, the world will see me no more. Okay, the world won't see me, but you will see me. Okay, because I live, you also live. Wow. So I would underline that and say, man, that is, there's a promise there. That's powerful. Because Jesus is living, I will also live. And so you may just stop there and just praise the Lord and worship him. Wow, Jesus, you are alive. You resurrected from the dead. And because of that, the promise is that I'm living as well. I can experience life. Okay, so you can, you can do that. You can pause and just worship him. But going on, okay, because uh, I live, you will live. In that day, okay, in that day, okay, you will know that I am in the Father and, and, and you in me and, and I in you. Wow, that is, that is a big statement. You're going to know that these are true, that Jesus is in the Father and, and, and we are in Jesus and, and Jesus is in us. Man, I would spend some time just thinking about that. And then he goes on, okay, whoever has my commandments, okay, and keeps them, has them and keeps them, it is he, uh, he it is who loves me, okay, and he who loves me will be loved by my father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. Okay, that word sticks out to me, manifest. Why? What does that mean um, that Jesus is going to manifest himself to us? Well, it's interesting. That's exactly what Judas, not Iscariot, asked here. Verse 22, Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Good question. I was wondering that myself. Jesus answered him, okay, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word. Okay, keep seeing this idea of keeping, keeping his commands, keeping his word. And I would wonder, how is word related to commandment? Why does he use a different word there? Okay, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him. Okay, and we will come to him and make our home, home with him. Okay, this sounds like what he was just saying in a way. Okay, uh, uh, back in verse 20. Uh, that that uh, that he's in the Father and he's in us and we're in him. And then he says here, the Father and, and Jesus, uh, they will come and make their home in us. Okay, uh, whoever does not love me. Okay, so he just said, whoever does love me, uh, he keeps my word and the Father will love him. But then the other side of it, whoever does not love me, uh, does not keep my words. Okay, so keeping his words uh, relates to our loving him. Okay. And the word that you hear is not mine, but the Father's who sent me. And, and I would be curious, gosh, why does he say that? Why does he feel the need to say that? Okay, and that these things I have spoken to you while I am still with you. Uh, but the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. That's interesting. Send in my name. He will teach you all uh, things and bring to your remembrance all that I have said to you. Okay, some roles of the Holy Spirit here. Okay, and so, so I may stop there. Um, that's enough to kind of think on. And so again, I just, you know, put my little circle here. And um, so I know that's where I'll pick up tomorrow. And so now I'll just spend some time thinking about, wow, what, what is he saying? How does this relate? This because I live, you live. And okay, in that day, you're going to know that I'm in you and, 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 and I'm in the Father and, and you're in me. Okay. And then he, okay, these kind of parallel statements, whoever has my commandments keeps them. He loves me. And, and the Father uh, uh, will be lo will love him, and I will love him, and I'll manifest. And then this question, and then, and then he, Jesus kind of says the same thing, but in some different words. 
And so, um, so we can just, you know, we could think about that. We could meditate on that. We could spend some time thinking and really going back and, and reading. Why does he say that? And so that could be ex- extending your devotion time, uh, or or it could just send you into pray. You know, I just want to pray to God. Oh, and thank Thanksgiving and praise. So you may just pray based on what we just read. God, thank you that you are alive. I just want to remember that you rose from the dead, and because of that, because I believe in you, I am alive also. What a great promise. Lord, help me to keep your commands. Help me to love you in this way and love what you love. Help me to to walk uh, in step with who you are, Lord. Uh, Help me to do that. Help me to keep your word. Help me to experience the Father's love for me. God, would you just manifest and reveal yourself to me? Teach me what that means. Again, we can ask the Holy Spirit. Lord, help me to understand this. Teach me what this means. And so this is, uh, again, uh, how you might just approach this text. And again, you can just pray, and I, you know, I'd go in and okay, exit out so I know where I'm at tomorrow. And so this can help just you know ignite prayer and, and just ask questions of the text. And so this is how you can uh, be in the Word. Now, I was kind of talking through it, but you really can't do this in five to ten minutes, just you know these two different sections of Scripture. And so I didn't encourage you to do that. Uh, now, additionally, um, there's, you know, a simple way to approach scripture, and we do this in family church, uh, which for me is family church on Saturday mornings. We uh, get all, you know, all the kids together, and, and, and you know, uh, my wife and I, and we sit around the table, and usually have donuts, and we, you know, open up. We're going through the Gospel of Luke, and um, and we'll read it, uh, you know, just a just a section, and we'll talk about it, and, and then I'll ask these three questions. So you can ask these three questions as you're studying the Word, or if you do something like family church, you can ask these three questions. It really comes from what's called Discovery Bible Study, DBS. It's a method that's caught traction over the last few years. But here are the three questions. Uh, Number one, what does this teach me about God? Okay, so I've read this. What is this teaching me about God? Uh, Number two, what does this teach me about people? What is this showing about people? And so we could look at this text in John 14 and ask, what does this teach me about God? And what is this teaching me about people? And the third question then is really application. Okay, what am I going to do about this truth? What am I going to do about what this teaches me about God and people? And then you commit to do it. And then, you know, the, the following week, if you're with a group, you come back and say, well, how did you do at doing what you said you were going to do? Or, you know, talking to the Lord the next day, did I do that thing today? So that's a real simple way uh, to engage uh, the scriptures individually and, and with a group. And just, again, this is a conversation. We're abiding in Christ. It's a relationship um, with God. Okay, so let me just say this. Um, if you want to go deeper, um, let me get out of here for a second. Uh, if you want to go deeper into your study, uh, I would recommend, uh, always recommend a commentary, um, but this one uh, is one I definitely recommend, ESV Study Bible. Uh, you can see just how thick it is. It's got all the Bible text in there. It's got you know, notes for almost uh, every verse can help you understand if there's something you're not sure. So any of these verses we could have read, oh, what does that mean? Um, and then there's introductions to every book of the Bible. There's some articles in the back. And so this is kind of the next step. If you, want, if you really want to study Scripture, this can help you uh, to get a little bit better picture of, you know, when was John written and why and, and all these sorts of things, or if you're in the letter or whatever uh, part of the Bible you're in. Okay, it takes a little bit more time, but uh, this would be, uh, I would recommend this resource for you. And then if you really want to go deeper into theology and stuff, you know, you can pick up a systematic theology. And so here's Wayne Grudem's. I've mentioned this before. Again, a very thick uh, uh, chapter on all sorts of different theological questions. And so if you have uh, a question uh, theologically, something like this can be really helpful. You know, 57 chapters in here of different 
theologies. And so uh, I would recommend that to you. And so um, that's, uh, that's what we got for today. And so hopefully um, that was helpful, uh, that you can walk through a psalm and a, and a section of scripture uh, quite easily and doesn't have to take a lot of time. You can pray uh, those things, just think about, meditate, ask those questions, and this will help you move on uh, through the Bible and, and daily as, as you're abiding in the Word. And so I hope that's been helpful. Um, if you don't know, we do have a, a reading plan on the uh, on the app on uh, Church Center that you can go to and just scroll down to uh, Sermon Resources or a little bit uh, lower, it says One Hope Bible Reading Plan. Just go there on the app and click it and you'll see there's a Bible reading plan. If you don't know where to start, here's a good place to start. And again, I uh, hope this was helpful for you. Uh, my heart really is that we would be a people that learn to be fed and led by the Word of God. Because I think if we do that, wow, God can do some really, really good and powerful things through us. So I hope you have a blessed day, and I hope this was helpful for you. Uh, I will see you soon. Thank you for listening to the One Hope Church podcast. We encourage you to share what you've heard in conversation with family, friends, classmates, and coworkers. To connect with us or learn more, visit wehaveonehope.com.